Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience sharing article entitled Master's New Articles Awaken Falun Dafa Cultivators by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on September 28, 2023. Master published the two articles, Stay Far Away from Peril and Cultivation in Dafa is Serious, One Day Apart. Several of us read them as soon as they were published, and we were shocked. Two sentences from Stay Far Away from Peril really struck me hard. Quote, Master is not indebted to you. Unquote. And, quote, It is you who is indebted to Master. Unquote. Since then, I have worked with local practitioners to get these articles to several practitioners who were lagging behind in cultivation. Some of them realized the seriousness of the issue and are determined to pick themselves up and do better. Part 1. The Changes in Two Sisters The day after I downloaded Master's two new articles, I went with another practitioner to visit May, a practitioner in the countryside, who was struggling with sickness karma. Her older sister, Yan, also a practitioner, was there taking care of her. It has been seven years since Yan had her pension suspended after serving a prison term for practicing Dafa. Because she was busy taking care of May, she didn't have the energy to file an appeal. After we introduced ourselves, the practitioner who went with me said to May, the situation is so urgent now, and yet you are still lying there. We told them about Master's new articles, and I read them aloud on the e-reader I had. May was in tears when I finished. Master was talking about me. My sickness was caused by my own karma. Yet I failed to cultivate myself and had strong human attachments. I was taken advantage of by the old forces. I should take it as a good thing. I should get up now and not lie in bed. As soon as she finished talking, she got up and went to use the restroom on her own, which she wasn't able to do before. She no longer treated herself as a patient or relied on Jan for care. Jan went back to the city with us. Jan is in her 70s. She didn't have much confidence that she could get her pension reinstated. I encouraged her, reminding her that, whether she got the money back or not, she should use it as an opportunity to save whoever was involved in the case. She agreed and began to work on the application that evening. The next day, Jan went to the Social Security Bureau and Civil Affairs Bureau. To her surprise, the officials there opened a low-income account for her and told her she would receive monthly financial assistance from then on. Meanwhile, she can still appeal to get her pension back. Jan deeply understood the significance of fulfilling her vow 
and saving sentient beings. Part 2. What should I do? Two practitioners in a study group had similar symptoms of diabetes and blurred vision. One of them had realized that it wasn't an illness, but the old forces taking advantage of her attachment. She stopped taking medicine three weeks ago and intensified her FA study. The other one kept taking her medication. She couldn't read the DAFA books due to her poor vision and only listened to Master's audio lectures. I joined their study one day and read Master's new articles for them. After I finished, the practitioner who was on medication cried, What should I do? I've done so poorly. There isn't much time left. Master has explained to us so clearly that our sickness and tribulations were caused by our own karma. It's my own problem. After cultivating for so many years, I still didn't understand what cultivation is. Part 3. Helping Former Practitioners Return A married couple in their 70s have been hosting FAS study groups for the past 24 years. Most of the members were practitioners who took up cultivation before the persecution began. Recently, the wife was dealing with a physical condition. Listening to her sharing, I realized that she had strong resentment for her husband and brother-in-law. I asked her, If everything you've encountered was arranged by Master to improve your shinching, would you be willing to face it? When you developed resentment toward your brother-in-law because you didn't get the credit for taking care of his family, wasn't that an attachment to fame? Although she didn't accept what I said right then, I sensed a change in her attitude toward her husband when I saw her again. After Master published the two new articles, I went to see the couple and shared the articles with them. The husband said that it was more serious than a stick warning. He acknowledged that as veteran practitioners themselves, they shouldn't be so lax in going about their cultivation. When I returned two days later to deliver a hard copy of Master's articles, the couple told me that they had contacted the husband's friend and brother, both of whom had practiced Dafa before, but stopped due to the persecution. We read Master's articles with them, and both of them decided to practice Dafa again. They also set up a FA study group themselves, as they live close to each other. Leaving that couple's home, I went to another practitioner's place to deliver Master's articles. That practitioner had attended Master's lectures in person long ago. After reading the articles, she showed me the photo of Master with the class. She was standing on the left side behind Master. I was excited to see the photo. Then I noticed a young girl standing on the right side of Master. I asked her how that girl was doing now. She said, the girl is now in her 40s, but she had stopped cultivating a long time ago. A few days ago, when her relatives, Dafa practitioners, went to visit her, she didn't even open the front door for them. I urged the practitioner to talk to the girl and try to wake her up. Part 4. My Resentment is Long Gone 
I then visited another married couple in their 80s. Both of them had started to practice Dafa before the persecution began. The wife suffered a physical condition four years ago and is now confined to a wheelchair. During the limited interactions I had with her, I noticed she was very strong-willed and stubborn. I shared with her that for a non-practitioner, being strong-willed might be seen as a plus, but for cultivators, the principle is just the opposite. I said I also found a similar problem in myself, and we should encourage each other to get rid of this attachment. She told me that she was confused about her condition. She felt that she had done a lot for Dafa, including hosting FOSS studies at her home for many practitioners. She couldn't understand why she didn't get anything in return, but even suffered from sickness karma. I realized that that was exactly her problem. She hoped to gain something by practicing Dafa and became resentful when she did not get what she was seeking. I pointed out the issue to her and said that it was dangerous for her to think that way. She accepted what I said and changed her notion. When we studied Master's two new articles together, she told me, My resentment is long gone. She understood that her physical condition was the result of her own karma and not cultivating herself well. Now she is planning to persuade her sister who has stopped cultivation, to come back to Dafa. Part 5. I Let Go of the Attachment to My Mother's Death I met a street vendor earlier this year while I was out and about clarifying the truth. She was very accepting of the materials I gave her and told me that she had quit the Chinese Communist Party many years ago. It turned out that she had practiced Dafa before and both her husband and mother were also practitioners. Ten years ago, her mother was hit by a car on her way home from delivering Dafa materials to practitioners in the countryside. Her injuries were so severe that she died right there. The vendor couldn't understand the reason for her mother's death, as she was cultivating so diligently and spent so much time and energy doing things for Dafa. Unable to get over it, she stopped cultivating. I felt so sorry for her. After Master published the article, How Humankind Came to Be, I found her and tried to persuade her to come back to Dafa. She didn't agree. I found her again after the publication of the two new articles. She told me that another practitioner had found her not long before and shared with her that there must be a reason for her mother's death. She then had a dream about her mother living in a huge, magnificent temple. She realized that Master was giving her a hint that her mother went to a good place, and she finally let go of the attachment that had bothered her for ten years. Now she has started studying the Fa with her husband again. Part 6. Don't Be Taken Down by Mistakes Another former practitioner lived close to that street vendor. She was the volunteer coordinator for a practice site of over 100 practitioners. Not long after the persecution started, she was arrested and forced to renounce Dafa and help the detention center guards 
to transform other practitioners. After she was released, she was ashamed of herself, which prevented her from resuming cultivation. From my interactions with her, I think she had a good understanding of the fa, but she also had intense fear that was holding her back. I encouraged her not to be attached to what she did in the past. There is a Chinese saying, After one becomes aware of one's shame, one should turn that into motivation to do better. If one is satisfied with their past achievements and doesn't move forward, then they are, in fact, regressing. But if one stumbles over one's past mistake and doesn't get up, then it's an even bigger mistake. Master has boundless compassion for us, and he has given us the time and opportunity to come back. I told her that it's the last time that Master will teach the Fa to former practitioners, and she should seize it. I said that being attached to saving face and past wrongdoings won't help her eliminate her karma or guarantee her future. It has really reached the end, and I know Master is truly worried about us, she sighed. I asked her to join the local FA study and help share Master's new lectures to others who had stopped cultivating. Part 7. Seize the Time to Fulfill Our Vows A husband and wife have been struggling with physical limitations for nearly two years, and they almost wanted to give up cultivating. When I heard about this, a coordinator and I studied the fall with them for over a month. Their changes were visible every day. At first, the wife was paralyzed on her left side, and she had to sit in a chair to read with us. Then she could sit on the floor with her legs loosely crossed. Now she can do the single lotus position and is eager to look for practitioners to study the fa with during the day. Her husband improved from sitting in the single lotus position to the full lotus for two hours. Both of them were grateful to Master for the opportunity to catch up with cultivation. The wife's mother is also a practitioner. Even though she's in her 80s, her hair is still black and she has good vision and hearing. She goes out every day to talk to people about Dafa. She joined us to study the fall one night. She shared with us that practitioners she knew all realized how urgent it was to improve their shinching and save people after reading Master's new articles. Back in my own FA study group, we asked each other the following questions. If Master gives me a heavenly kingdom, would I have the ability to manage it? For all of the FA Master has taught us, how much have I understood? Do I do the exercises every day? How many of my attachments are still deeply hidden? Have I developed the habit of being considerate of others and looking within when conflicts arise? How many people have I saved, and how well am I doing in fulfilling my vow? If the fire rectification ends now, what will my level be? From the expressions of my fellow practitioners, I know that none of us have reached the requirement for Dafa cultivation. Dafa cultivation is truly serious, and we all need to catch up and do better.
The following is an experience sharing article entitled Exposing the Persecution is Important by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Minghui website on November 21, 2023. Since the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, started persecuting Falun Dafa in 1999, many practitioners have been persecuted to varying degrees by the 610 office but have not submitted accounts of what they endured to the Minghui website. I would like to share my understanding about that and encourage them to actively expose the persecution. In the early years after the persecution started, I went to Beijing to appeal for the right to practice Dafa and was arrested several times by the local 610 office. At that time, I thought, Master told us not to acknowledge this persecution. So how can I change from being passively persecuted to actively eliminating the evil? A scene then played in front of me. Two armies were in a battle, and the one that didn't strike first would be knocked down. But how could I strike first? After enlightening to this, I right away wrote about the harassment that I encountered and submitted the information to the Minghui website. My family members, who were also practitioners, did the same when I was forced to stay away from home to avoid further persecution. When the officers went to my home again, they did not dare to face my family members. Once, when about seven people went to my home again, my family asked if they were from the 610 office. The leader panicked and hid. He kept denying that he was from the 610 office. Many years ago, a family member was arrested for telling people about Falun Gong. Another practitioner reported the arrest to Minghui and also produced and distributed flyers about it. When that practitioner was also arrested, the police officer asked her, Do I look like a bad policeman? The practitioner responded that there were good police officers too. The practitioner was released hours later and my family member was released in 15 days. When my family went to the police station to ask for the return of their confiscated bicycles, the officer that they approached quickly covered his face with a paper and said that he was afraid to see them. When the head of the local 610 office came to my home, my family told him about Falun Gong. He said he had heard a lot about it, but he didn't believe what he was told. My family members gave him DVDs and materials about Falun Gong before he left. Then we wrote about his harassment and sent it to Minghui. When he came back the second time, he brought some fruit, but we didn't accept it. He left quickly and never returned. A practitioner was arrested many years ago for putting up Falun Gong posters. The 610 office promised the family that the practitioner would be released in 11 days. We knew that we couldn't believe what they said and still submitted the case to Minghui. We also designed posters about the arrest and put them up in public. After the officer saw the posters, the practitioner was released quickly and the 610 office didn't do anything else to her. Master said in A Suggestion from The Essentials of Diligent Progress 2, quote, it is the evil that is afraid of people knowing the truth, not Dafa disciples. Unquote. Some practitioners might worry that the police will know that they were the ones who submitted the accounts of persecution to Mingwei, 
and some might think that they didn't have righteous thoughts when facing the evil. However, exposing the evil is also saving sentient beings, and we don't do it to validate ourselves. All worries and fears are human attachments. Believing in Master and the Fa is the safest thing to do. The above is my experience. Please kindly point out anything not in line with the Fa. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.